0: Bridge Toll California customer service number Highway miles to the gallon Ford Focus Thailand Cave rescue operation What is schema F Best wine bars in San Carlos California Best Western Hotels How old is Ronaldo What happened with Big Brother what Engagement. How long before a wedding show. should I send out save the dates How many the first series Use of the IMAP the NBA to playoffs. check mail on best other email clients Identify fonts where from where from to find Hobby pride stuff Welcome back to SEO Predictions Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we've been publishing an episode every day covering our bold SEO predictions for 2019. Okay, joining us one last time to round out SEO Predictions Week is Jordan Cooney, who is the lead SEO strategist and the CEO of Search Metrics Inc. And today we're going to continue sharing our bold predictions by telling you how we think Google will change its distribution strategy in 2019. Here's the last installment of SEO Predictions Week with Jordan Cooney, CEO of Search Metrics Inc. Jordan, it's great to have you here for the last day of our SEO predictions. And today we're going to talk about the distribution of search. Tell me what you think is going to happen that's going to be different in 2019 with how Google distributes their search products.
1: Bold prediction here. Um, the reality is that Everyone talks about voice. Everyone's talking about how voice is going to be more prevalent. But the bold prediction here is Google will become more integrated and more and more devices. And so that, that really means a lot of things. That means a lot of different things. Google is going to play nice with a variety of different companies to become more integrated. This includes traditional manufacturers uh, who are creating IoT-based devices, so Internet of Things, things like refrigerators, Washing machine and so forth. It'll mean that they'll be playing nice with uh, what would be considered some of their core or closely related competitors, companies like, hey, Microsoft, Amazon. And it will also mean that Google will play nice and become more relevant in what we would consider uh, mainstream type of companies that are more traditional in nature, companies like, say, retailers like uh, uh, Walmart and others that. You know, they, they may see them as, say, customers in a way, advertisers in a way, but being able to play nice with them and create opportunities for those uh, companies in different ways.
0: So let's go into each of those segments one at a time. Uh, let's start off with the primary competition for Google. You're essentially saying that Google is going to integrate their search capabilities into Alexa. There is already a relationship there. Um, But there's also Apple and Microsoft. How do you expect Google to integrate themselves into the other device manufacturers?
1: It's really about code and engineering. It's really about how they develop and create a partnership of ease. And so it's more about how can I give access to my core strength to companies like Apple? You know, I mean... Many of you may recall, you know, Apple Maps was pretty much the de facto Maps experience for a long time in in your iPhone. And it was a real pain because if you really wanted to have any accessibility to Google Maps, you had to go directly to Google Maps app. And that's the only way you could play with it. So breaking down those barriers by Google creating relationships with those competitors and creating this tunnel between their engineering capabilities and insight and innovation with those companies is really where it's at. Now, what that means for the consumer, very briefly, what that means for the consumer is that it creates an ease of use. It says that when you say, hey, Google to Alexa, Alexa responds. That sounds pretty novel. That sounds pretty crazy. I know it does. And what, what, what the prediction here is that Google will start to make those kinds of transitions with their competitors Because the power of Google search is just so much more superior and so much more beneficial for consumers and users.
0: I understand why Alexa would have a relationship with Google. Because at its core, Amazon is an e-commerce company, right? And when people are asking questions to their smart home device... Uh, Amazon doesn't necessarily have all of the answers. So they need to rely on a third party. And that's why they already have a relationship with Google. There's the question of what's the relationship with Apple and what's the relationship with Microsoft and some of the other device manufacturers that are out there. Uh, One thing that I've noticed is that Google has updated their iOS app. So you could basically daisy chain some of the smart home devices together
1: mm-hmm.
0: where you can say something along the lines of, Hey Siri, ask Google blah, blah, blah question. Yep. And I, I wonder if the two companies are going to get together and streamline that experience.
1: And, and, and this is exactly the point. Focusing exclusively on these core competitors, or what we traditionally consider competitors for, for Google in the sense, um, ever since the death of Yahoo and really their, their control of, of, of search and, and, and their expansion into really other channels of technology... Uh, fundamentally speaking, what we are saying—the prediction here—is is that they are going to start to build those relationships and tunnels, because it really behooves Google more than anybody else to have more data on the use and implication and understanding of the users' experience behind not only just the device but the intention behind that search and that search experience. And so, I think I think really it's not that all of a sudden all these things are going to happen overnight. But what we're saying is that now that we've crossed this chasm over the holiday season with all these home hub slash portal devices that are now going to sit in your living room and are going to help you video chat and do all these things. Now that we've kind of crossed this 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 manufacturing device um, uh, uprising, it's going to become more important for these companies as software companies to define ways to get their software relevant in these other devices and in these other experiences that these competitors have.
0: My big hope for 2019, and this is somewhat unrelated to Google, and this is more of a request for Apple, is that Apple realizes that the experience of asking a question and your smart home device saying... You can search the web for that and then punting you to a Google search as opposed to just going to Google and giving you the answer. Like, that's not a good experience. I hope Apple gets it right and just finds a way to work with Google to provide the end consumer the information they're looking for. That experience to me is suboptimal. And it's clearly because Google and Apple consider themselves to be competitors. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So, you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. That's previsible, dot i Let's turn the page a little bit and talk about some of the other devices that Google can be integrating. You mentioned IoT, the Internet of Things. What are some other places you think that you'll see Google and their voice capabilities start popping up?
1: Yeah, so it's similar to like GitHub or other repositories of um, a code. I really believe that Google is going to become, and and so will other players, so will other companies, but Google will become more accessible to the core code and baseline technology to allow traditional companies, manufacturers to better integrate their experience into these devices. We're talking about like washing machines, refrigerators, microwaves. I know all this sounds really ridiculous, Uh, even cars. But the reality is, Google has already done this, everybody. Like, this is not revolutionary. Uh, Think Android. I mean, how many different phone manufacturers across the planet? I think China alone probably has 40 different phone manufacturers that are literally integrated with Android. And so you have to think about it. It's not like Google has not done this. They've done this before. And the idea here is, how do... These slightly slower developing companies that manufacture hard goods start to integrate this set of technology that Google has available and create more richer experiences uh, in your home.
0: So is the experience you're thinking, hey, Google, turn on the washing machine? Or is it Hey, washing machine! What's the score of the Giants game?
1: <laughs> That's a really tough question. I want both. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it does sound cool. Yeah, it does
1: sound cool, right? I mean, laundry has a whole new meaning now. <laughs> and so, uh, but uh, but no, I think I think you know if you could take every single digital display and watch sports on it at any given time, it would make our lives a lot better. I, I totally agree.
0: There are husbands everywhere that are going to spend the entire Sunday just doing the laundry over and over and over again, just to be able to watch their team win or lose in fantasy football. This is correct. This is absolutely. And if it's anything like your team, it's likely a loss. Yeah, that's so true. So true. So <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh man. So one thing that I'm not sure if this is 2019 or if this is the next decade, but right now the you know capability for Google to integrate into all of these. IoT devices. They're very much personalized experience. And and I wonder when Google's going to get to the point where you're going to have a personalized experience with a non-personal device. When am I going to be able to walk into the shopping mall and go say, Hey, Google, where's the best pair of pants for me? And it gives me direction to my phone, right? Like, go talk to Google as a voice search operating system, but not have to have a conversation with my specific device, where I could talk to something that is universally accessible.
1: So you're talking about that creepy digital stand at the airport of that lady who gives you information on where to go in the airport. When, when are we able to get to that?
0: I was thinking, I was thinking the Minority Report, where it's just kind of like a the bus stop of you know search devices. But you know, when does it not require me to have my device? But you know, I have my watch or something and Google then when I communicate with this knows who I am.
1: Well this is this is not a 2019 prediction, but I think fundamentally for something of that nature to work, it would require us as human beings to be chipped. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's not a, it's not it's already happening. There are certain organizations, companies, and even countries who are adopting this, but we need some sort of recognizable data set that allows us to know that this is who that person is. And these are their characteristics, traits, desires, wants. And then from there, you can have a whole world around that individual that can provide them with the necessary information or guidance that they may want. It's simply too difficult. We are too unique as individuals for there to be an agnostic environment around us that can just tell us and point us at where to go. There has to be some sort of Data point or trigger point that allows us allows these devices and technologies to guide us in the right direction.
0: Yeah, it's your smartphone in your pocket. I'm not having somebody embed a chip into me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the, and it can be that it, it, it
1: could be the devices we have, right? But then, and invariably, these um, these products or these experiences are only limited to the individuals who have those devices, or even more importantly, may even only have that particular software or operating system or app download whatever whatever it might be right but yes we're getting into a world where that will occur right we we walk into a shopping mall and literally your device or some screen in front of your eye is going to start telling you where the best deals are where you can get your food where the restroom is without having to look at a you know a map or or get a, uh, an ad in the paper on what the best deals are. So so that, that, that world is coming. It's just, uh, it, it still requires today some personal identifiable data to make it a rich experience.
0: So Jordan, other than watching the minority report multiple times, why do you think we're headed that direction?
1: Um, yeah, great question, Ben. And, and, if, and if anybody listening here has worked within, say, one of the more successful mall operators, or even uh, some of the, the companies that, that operate big event venues like stadiums, um, these companies are already aggregating this data. They're already uh, understanding consumers' behaviors and where they go and how they operate within these uh, large, complex facilities and trying to, to figure out ways to communicate back with those consumers. So, this process is already unfolding and many of these companies are already laying the groundwork. What I mean by that is collecting the data and information in order to start to have that kind of conversation with consumers in a much more real-time, um, much more uh, technology device-like experience uh, than ever before. And so, so I don't... I'm, I'm, this is not a prediction for 2019, but it's a really, really unique and special uh, topic related to everything we just talked about where Google's trying to integrate themselves into all of these rich, uh, real-world life, everyday life experiences.
0: The minority report is not happening in 2019, but the integration of Google into multiple other devices throughout your home, uh, and even potentially with their competitors. You know, our big bold prediction is that Google is going to play nice with some of their competitors to distribute search, uh, you know, in your mobile device and uh, throughout your IoT devices in your house. And that wraps up SEO Predictions Week for 2019. Thank you for listening to my conversations with Jordan Cooney, the CEO of Search Metrics Inc. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his bio in our show notes, or you can send him a tweet. His handle is JT Cooney, J-T-K-O-E-N-E. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions or if you want to talk about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Schaap. That's B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed next week. Lastly, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you're feeling generous, we'd love for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, that's it for today. And that's it for SEO predictions week. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.